and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast, last one for the week. We give it extra effort today. That's what we do. That's what we are. This is the one where we really try, so pay attention. Hang on. You're getting for the ride of your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Here's the list. Uh, you're going to love that new tax form in 23. The rent's falling. Good timing, Don. Your big announcement couldn't be yeah. better if you tried. Ted Budd is an obsequious Trump suck-up thug and criminal, just like the rest of them, uh-huh. as North Carolina punches above its weight in the insurrection game. Uh, Kirsten Cinema's side hustle, uh, Taco Bell, say it ain't so, and canceled and kicked out of the U.S. Capitol for just being a white guy, standing up for white guys. Oh, geez. Uh, let's do the uh, big announcement from Donald John Trump Sr. It was finally announced, man. It, and, and it really is world-shaking, body-rocking. By the way, I'm glad you threw in the senior. I've noticed, uh, in particular, Jake Tapper always calls him Donald Trump Sr. now. Please, please. And it's 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 such a great insult. Oh, my God. It's, it's the perfect insult because now it relegates him to being the other Donald Trump and having to uh, designate him specifically away from really the Donald Trump that we all love and care about the most, Don Jr. I love well, him. your home run on that one is when he goes on stupid truth social or something and write, types in all caps, my name is not Donald Trump Sr. That's when you know that you've really, you've, you've killed him. You've destroyed him. You've, you've landed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll happen. It'll it'll happen. Uh, okay, what well, was like like three or four days ago? So we made your announcement. Oh, God, and uh, I went and checked. Do you remember at the? I think it was right at the beginning of Trump's term in in office. They were selling these Trump commemorative plates. Yeah, remember that shit that that just just trash. That yeah. they were trying to sell for fifty or a hundred dollars for for some piece of crap that uh, you know the, the the plate itself was probably a two dollar plate, and I wanted to see if uh, that stuff was still available and it's not. But there's a lot of paper plates, there's a lot of paper plates with Trump's pictures on them, and I looked that up. But his uh, big announcement was, and could your timing be any better? You know, within the week that crypto is melting down. Which, by by definition and guilt by association, uh, I think that uh, non fungible tokens. And by the way, what are fungible tokens? Non NFTs uh, are about as valuable as uh, your average, you know, shit coin or, or or whatever it is. They're nothing. I never could understand. I mean, so, who better to try to exploit that? His announcement was, it's a digital trading card with an image of himself in a superhero costume standing in a boxing ring, like a digital version of the Pokemon cards the kids in the 90s and and aughts used to trade. 
It'll be $99. They'll be gone, I believe, very quickly. That was Trump on uh, uh, Not Very Truthful Social, his, his site. Major announcement. My official Donald Trump digital trading card collection is here. These limited edition cards feature amazing art. And the word art is capitalized, of course, for good reason, uh, of my life and career. Collect all of your favorite Trump digital trading cards, very much like a baseball card, but hopefully much more exciting. And, Britt, we have sat in wonder, as have millions, tens of millions of Americans, wondering why do they spend their money on him? Why do they send him their money? What, how does it, what do you think the chances are that the average Trumper would be into this kind of uh, financial chicanery? It's one thing to just send him money on your credit card or through texting or what, what do you, how many, I, I think this one's the, the biggest dead bang loser stiff of all, just me. Yeah, but I, I still think there's going to be some people who have no idea what this is, and this is going to be like the first and only NFT they ever buy. Because they're that brainwashed. Do they don't realize f- they're buying nothing? Uh, that I don't know. That I, I'm not sure of. I, I was reminded by one reporter that it's been documented that when he left Walter Reed, he wanted to have like a Superman T-shirt or something under his – shirt so he could open it up and flash the press as he was leaving the hospital do you remember this story well i i saw something about that you mean like cam newton used to after he scored a touchdown but but he actually wasn't wearing the shirt he just he didn't do it he never did it he had to be it was one of those he was kind of talked out of but he (laughs) wanted like to rip sort of rip off his shirt symbolically and show his supporters that he had beaten COVID and that he was really, truly the real Superman, the real life Superman. Well, we're all a lot less for not having that happen, aren't we? There's a good, there's a good picture of the NFT and what it looks like. So there yeah. you go. It's a it's fat, good shot at it, I think. Fat guy in a super, <laughs> Superman suit with, with big boobs. I love that hanging down. That's good. <laughs> there's a, there's a good in picture. A, in a video ad for the cards, Trump says, Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump. Hopefully, your favorite president of all time. Better than Lincoln, better than Washington, with an important announcement to make. I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection. Can you imagine who and how this came to be? Who made the pitch to him? Mm. (laughs) Where do you think that one came from? It couldn't be his idea because he's not, you know, he's not of the, he's, he's about three generations away from, from having any, uh, any ability to, to, to think that way. It's not, not what he does. One of the card allegedly enters the purchaser into a raffle where you can score dinner with Trump, a golf trip or a zoom call with him. I don't want any of those three. So. Well, you might be able to also, when you have dinner, have dinner with Ye and Nick Fuentes. So, hey, stop right there. You get added value. All right, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, what perfect timing here, because, you know, all the polls in the last few days are just dreadful for him among the Republican Party. In other words, it means he's going to win. <sighs> um, 
Wall Street Journal poll conducted two years ahead of Election Day 2024. That's about where we are. Shows uh, Ron, Mr. Personality DeSantis in the lead. <laughs> Among likely primary voters, poll shows that 54% favored DeSantis compared with 38% backing Trump. Well, that's a stupid poll because you have to assume it's a one-on-one matchup. It's not. It's not going to be. You think you're going to get every other person to, to step aside? No, that's not going to happen. Trump wants, you know, at least if he gets about five people in, then he's going to win because they'll split that vote. If he gets down to one or two, then it's different. He could lose. But uh. All right, Britt, you want to just split the cost of one of them because – <laughs> yes, of course. We, I'll we talk you. trash, but we really want it. We, we're, yeah. we're lying, aren't we? I want to carry it around and show my friends. Yes, I'll Venmo you the money. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Jesus. Now, I'm going to ask like the, the stupidest question here, because I really know nothing about NFTs, about, just beyond you know, what I what it If I do this, where is it? It exists on your phone or on your computer, or in some sort of digital vault, from what I understand. So why is that any different than me just taking a, a picture of what's ever there and keeping it in my phone and saying, I got this? This why is, is um, supposedly it's exclusive. No one else has it and no one can counterfeit or copyright it. As for again, what I've been told. I've, I've questioned all of this because the Chinese seem to be able to copyright and counterfeit anything. And I, I don't understand how it works. Hence, I will not be getting into that stupid uh, part of the economy or investing or any of that stuff. But yeah, that's what I understand. This is something that only you have forever and only you have the rights to and only you can transfer. And there are digital watermarks on it that somehow make it completely authentic and whatever. You You know what? I think you ought to be pitching for it because you almost sound like you believe what you're saying. I I, I don't. I won't. I shall not. I'll never... (laughs) There are a lot of things that I can say. I, I don't make a lot of definitive statements, but I'm really, really sure I'm never going to be buying an NFT. Really sure. Okay, so this one for him will land with a thud not heard around the world. That's how I w- would say it. Okay, this the the comedy, the parody, the open yourself up to just being gutted publicly for Trump has never been greater maybe than it is in the next few days. Don't you think? Again, we've all been around these last few years and we all were subjected if we have Facebook pages or for on Twitter or for anywhere to in any particular thread about Trump, some asshole coming on there with that cartoon of Trump's face on the front of a train and it's coming to run your ass over. Right. Yeah, I love now, that. How many one. times are we now? How many times have, have they they thought that that was a show of strength and an argument? Yeah. With something. Owning the libs. Right. 
so that's what this is. That's what this is, except here's the, the deal. You don't do it for yourself, okay? It's, uh, you just don't. But I mean, I, I hope it's a huge, I mean, I hope it's a huge dead bang loser. But again, you can see they're throwing out every product they can because this is the only thing they've got left. The university, the wine, the water, the, the steaks, everything else has gone tits up. So you have to sell politics or whatever he's trying well, maybe, to sell. Maybe it's time to go back and start over Yeah, <laughs> with all the same stuff. We're going to relaunch uh, Trump University, you think? Why not? Should be a tremendous yeah, staff. I can't wait. I'm, I'm surprised. It would be great if they would offer right. him as a master class. If, no, if, if, the, if, you, if you call it Trump College, it's different. Oh, so different. It would be University. great. Why would the master class of people approached him to do like something? I don't know. It would be a course on how to be a complete failure in life or how to be an idiot or how not to do politics correctly. But the master class, people should approach him. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. All right. We're, we're just dead, but there's just nothing more. All right, here you go. You're going to love the new tax form in 23. The rent is falling. Uh, Ted Budd is an obsequious Trump suck-up thug and a criminal, just like the rest of them, as North Carolina punches above its weight in the wonderful world of insurrection. Kirsten Cinema's side hustle, Taco Bell, say it ain't so. And canceled white guy kicked out of the U.S. Capitol. Uh, do the rent is falling because okay. for sure the rent is too damn high. Yep. Rent prices fell four tenths of 1% in November, which is, and that's just month over month. That's not like, you know, that's in one month. That's the largest month over month drop since the uh, good folks at Zillow started paying attention to this shit back in 2015, which means we have another sign that inflation is easing. And the fastest drop in uh, any market in the country last month, the fastest drop was in Raleigh, 1.3%. Austin and Seattle. Austin, Seattle, and Raleigh. What do those three places have in common? I guess they're cool places to live. They're, they're places where people want to go. And so the yeah the rent got too high, um, so we'll uh, we will sit back and watch the the confluence of events and the crisscrossing of numbers and the tabulation of them and the direction that the economy seems to be going in and where they put interest rates to try to make sure that inflation doesn't come back again and. If we can figure out how to get people back to work and get wages from stopping from going up so quickly, that will end inflation. But we're not there yet, says the Federal Reserve chairman. And so he ain't done, he says, but the financial markets and the bond markets say, yeah, you're done. So somebody's right and somebody's wrong. And we won't know till the fat lady gets out there and sings about the recession of 2023, which seems more likely today than yesterday, but not half as much as tomorrow. Whatever. Aren't you, a, aren't you a little surprised that there's been, I mean, I, I'm not one of those guys. Cause you hear all these guys, uh, economy. Oh my God, the recession is going to be that stupid ass, um, 
uh, rich dad, poor dad guy. Oh my God, it's going to collapse the economy and we're all going to die and God help us all. I'm not one of those people, but I am a little surprised there's not been somewhat of a collapse or something in the housing market in general, just with the- It gap. is. It, well, no, it's not collapsing, but it's 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 cratering. It's absolutely it feels, going down. It Way feels down. like the, Way down. The, the difference, or at least the gap between affordability and availability has been as great as it's been in my lifetime, it feels like, not only between the affordability of houses, but also, as we say, with this rent stuff, it feels like there's just a huge, massive gap there. Yeah, I mean, I, I just- uh, I just Googled the words housing market. Here are yeah. the stories that come up. Okay. Philadelphia area home sales plummet the lowest level since 15. Austin sales plunge. Prices flatten out for Austin's housing market. Uh, the home builders are offering sweetheart deals when they build a house just to get people through the door because of high interest rates. So it it's it's changed a lot. If you're not moving... And you're not moving. I'm not no. moving. No, um, you don't. You don't feel this at all. If you're out there trying to rent an apartment, you've obviously felt it for a while. Or if you're in an apartment and they raised your rent a couple of times in the last year or two, yeah, you you know all about it. But that seems to now have come to a quick end, as has consumer spending, which was still okay. That's holding up our economy. Blah, 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 blah. And suddenly, bam, it just fell off the cliff. So things things can... Well, it, it, can consumer turn. spending has and hasn't. I mean, you saw that they had those record numbers as far as the holiday spending over the Thanksgiving weekend. And I think you've noticed probably as much as anybody, because you pay attention to this stuff, the retailers are not going for the crazy-ass discounts. This was a huge week as far as the Christmas shopping season goes. And I'm not seeing the retailers really panic to cut things to the bone. Are you? Um, everything you said, I believe I would say the absolute opposite. Oh, the, did, there, whatever, there weren't, whatever there weren't record, whatever, there weren't record numbers on Thanksgiving weekend and, and Black and Cyber Monday and Black Friday. Not really, no. And and if if, <laughs> no. if the numbers were if the numbers were slightly above, which would be quote a record. Remember, we've had huge price inflation. So they never uh, inflation adjusts these kinds of numbers. Um, but no, it, this has been a terrible Christmas shopping season. Wow. And every headline is people are saying they can't afford to buy Christmas gifts this year. Look it up. It's everywhere. So, I, I, but again, I, I also saw those things that were like they did. They spent a lot of money over Thanksgiving weekend and the retailers. And I'm, and I'm not. Are you seeing the retailers cut shit to the bone? Because I'm not. I thought particularly this week, which, again, was a huge week for these guys, and they're kind of holding steady. I mean, there's a lot of cuts and a lot of discounts, which there already are, but I figured there would be, like, mass stuff going on. Well, uh, the fact is it's a huge it's a huge turn very quickly. It is a slowdown, and okay. um, whatever interest rates were, were, were raised during the year, that has not even had – the actual effect that they have yet. So mm -hmm. if you have the slowdown before the interest rates really kick in and start to change business buying habits, I mean, you know, the way business spends, enterprise spending, yeah. then you have the setup for a, a real possible recession mm -hmm. with the caveat that I could be a hundred percent wrong, hmm. but it really, uh, uh, it really, it really is kind of, 
uh, setting up that way. It's okay. kind of setting up that way, but it might, you know, maybe it'll be less severe. But, and, and, and they can't say, here's the thing, the, the Federal Reserve, and, and they can't say that the best way to crush inflation is to have a few million people tossed out of work who need no. jobs. And therefore, when they take a job, they're not in a position to demand higher wages. And it keeps people who still have their job from demanding higher wages because they see people around them being fired and losing their. They can't say that. Mm -hmm. Can't say it because it's too cruel. It's too mean. But that's how raging inflation has sadly always been crushed in the past. Is there a way to thread that needle? And not have so many people lose their jobs and not have wages continue to go up, 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 up. I guess there is, but well, that's that's where you were yesterday on this show. You were you were on the, the idea that perhaps there weren't going to be as many people unemployed as there were during a regular well, recession. So far, well, I'm so far that it, it just hasn't happened. But you know, this could also be one of the growth too. You know, maybe and and we know about this, the old uh, let's fire everybody right before Thanksgiving. That's that's radio's calendar. They fire everyone one. before Thanksgiving. It's a big one because um, because you got the fourth quarter. Uh, those numbers in the fourth quarter aren't going to be quite that great. It's it's possible that there's uh, been some holding back of announcements or firing people until the beginning of the year after Christmas. Mm. I don't think that's necessary, but it could be a little bit true. Very odd. Um, we'll have to see. And again, what is it like 50 or 60 percent of all retail sales happen between November or between Thanksgiving and Christmas or something like that? Some statistic it, like that? It depends. No, yeah, it, it depends. It's it's the profit that's made. It isn't. You know, I don't know. This it, is the it, Hail it, Mary it pass. It's, it's the Hail Mary pass at the end of the year for a lot of businesses. It's like they really need that really strong Christmas shopping season in order to get it done. I don't know. It se seemed to me like uh Right around Halloween, we started getting the words Black Friday already in, <laughs> right? Well, they, they try to extend. I mean, they stretched uh, it out. They, they try to extend it, it as much as they possibly can because it's such a big deal for them. Yeah. For sure. Uh, let's do the uh, the new tax form. You're going to love that new tax form in 2023. <laughs> uh oh, yeah. holy crap! Death rattle. Uh, oh, I I <laughs> now you got it. See, cough your guts out now. Yeah. There you know. Yes, we're uh, we're entering the uh, big tax season here in just a couple of weeks. Here, Brad, we're going to be diving right into that at the end of January. Everybody gets their forms back, and then you'll start just rocking and rolling with your Turbo Tax or whatever you got. Remember the American Rescue Plan passed back in March without a single Republican vote. Yeah, I think I do remember that. Well, one of the uh, the little nuggets that was in there was they've changed the law from 20000 to $600. $20,000 used to be the uh, threshold that if you were uh, selling shit and using Venmo or PayPal or something, you had to report it. Now it's down to $600. And uh, they think that there's been this wide gap of people who've been conducting business, business, and making money and not paying any taxes on it. So this is supposedly a way to collect more tax money. Um, so here it is. Uh, anybody who was paid more than $600 for selling goods or services using one of those apps 
is going to get a 1099K. Now, does that mean if uh, I go out to dinner with 10 people and the bill is $800 and I'm paying for and they're paying me, does that mean I made the, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of confusion involved with this. The, the, the interesting number about 600 is 600 wasn't that always the amount of money that when you went to a casino, if you, if you, if you made more than $600 on your bet, then they would write out a, you know, you'd, you'd get a tax form. Yeah. Anything under $600, yeah. it was nothing. Um, so I, I never, just find it curious that they pick 600. Yeah, it's which, an odd number. Yeah. I don't, and again, I think this is one of those things they're going to have a lot of problems enforcing. Yeah. I think this will be kind of tough. Yeah. The way I see, you know, if I was doing that kind of thing, that would increase my propensity to want to go to a, what we call a cash business. <laughs> because remember, cash has always been, you know, the smartest way to avoid taxes and, you know, small restaurants and, and things like that, that with no credit cards. Why does it no credit card? Well, you know why they say no credit cards, because they. They don't report the uh, exact amount of money that comes in, if any, and you know, they, they get away with it. That's, um, ter- that's part of terribly the- unfair. It's terribly yeah, it unfair. unfair. Yeah, because it's true. Um, <laughs> and uh, this is coming on kind of suddenly. I don't think anybody knew about this. They didn't know oh. about this. So the Republicans are going to come to the rescue. Yeah. And uh, we've got a counter bill called the snoop act they love acronyms ready snoop stop a nosy obsession with online payments jesus who comes up with this tennessee yeah i'm not kidding jesus i I kid you not i kid you not um and i bring that up because we have the story and i just bumped into this one this morning it's not directly related to the, you got to report anything over $600. But the title of it is, I think I found Kirsten Cinema's side hustle. Okay. It's by a writer named Christina Cotarucci in Slate. And she found that Kirsten Cinema is on Facebook and uses the, uh, the Facebook selling uh, a portion of it. What's it called? Facebook Marketplace? Mar- marketplace, correct. Marketplace. And she's 100% positive, the writer is, that this is Kirsten Cinema, which, you know, I don't think there are that many of them. And I don't think there are that many who uh, live in Phoenix. Uh, they have a mutual Facebook friend who's a former Democratic National Committee staffer. Uh, it's her. And it's her profile photo. So, what does Kirsten Cinema do? She's constantly on Facebook selling shit. She's constantly on there. It this talks about uh, f- four and a half inch stilettos adorned with rhinestone studded flowers. Uh, uh, $65. You want them? On and on. Uh, $215 for a cycling ensemble. A trucker hat. Uh, jackets, 75 pairs of high heel boots, on and on and on and on it goes. What does it say about Kirsten Cinema? That and, and we know she doesn't pay fucking any attention to her job as a senator. No. We know that. She ne- she did you know that she did not go to one, not a one Democratic caucus meeting. Really? In the she just doesn't show she's just not there. 
She Jesus. is not there. And this isn't about, well, she can work from home. No, it doesn't work that way. It's not a work from home kind of kind of situation. Um, so this is her. So I think the Senate is her side hustle, right? I just and, have a, I have a little trouble believing that she's not pawning this off and that her probably her Senate staff is probably taking care of this shit for her. Britt, they the 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 folks at Slate and the writer contacted her her staff yeah. and they're pretending that they know nothing about this. They would neither confirm nor deny, of course, that the Facebook Marketplace user was her. And you know what that means? It's her. It's true, yeah. 100%. I know nothing. Right. Right. Um I mean, that's just I mean, it's a free country. You, you can do what you want. But isn't that creep? Isn't that weird? Isn't that nutty? Well, that's her. I once. That's her. Um, do you remember when Coach Larry Fedora was the coach of the North Carolina Tar Heels, the football team? Sure. Um, I, I, I used to be. I don't go on there as much as I should, as I used to. But I've, I bought several things off of the the marketplace. Uh, you can get some really good deals on like. How's you the know, security on that? I mean, how's the scamming? As a you know, as a privileged, fairly large white male, I do okay. I I, I think in in, in our, for example, in our town, I think they should have near the police department an area where you can go and safely trade. They they do that in other cities. I know Burlington, just down the road from us, several different places, they've got an area in the parking lot next to the police department where you can come. And if somebody tries to fuck you over, you can at least go, hey, cops, you know, you could do something like that. But I, I, I never had a problem with it. Um, Larry Fedora's wife, I spotted one time after he was fired from UNC <laughs> and she was selling a bunch of UNC shit like pullovers and hats, and just, which I just thought was humorous. And I thought, well, uh, why not? I don't need this shit anymore. Our loyalty is uh, gone. We have enough UNC sweatshirts and socks and shit. Why not get rid of some of it and make some money, right? Yeah, but that's like an NFT. That's just a that's just an exclusive one time only worn by the former coach of the of the Tar Heels. That, that'd be pretty valuable, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, sure. North Carolina's seventeenth best coach ever. I'm wearing his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about our criminal senator in waiting. Yeah, Ted. Ted Bud. Bud. Uh, that's that's hard to even get your your mind around saying the fucking word Senator Bud, which we're going to have to in a few weeks. Jesus, I hate that. Um, and we have not talked much about the uh, quote Hunter laptop unquote story because. Still, at this point, it's just a story that doesn't have enough meat on it to justify talking about it, other than the fact that the right-wingers think that this is the silver bullet by which uh, they will control the United States for the next 100 years. It's the worst scandal. Uh, Wrap them all up into one. Watergate, Teapot Dome. Benghazi. uh, been got this this is worse than that and of course turns out that's not true you know you know who called bullshit on it a couple days ago trey gowdy 
Oh, All no. right. Oh, now, no. if there if there's anybody that's more oh, kind of no. a Republican in the tank guy who has been, for the most part, a, a Trumper, but he was a prosecutor in his uh, former life before he became a congressman, before he became a Fox News hack. If Trey Gowdy says there's no there there, what do you think is there? The answer is nothing, <laughs> because he'd be the first one to try to justify something if there was anything, don't you think? You you knew this was bullshit because the the exact day after all the networks finally came out and projected the Republicans were going to win the House, that's when they had the press conference going, we're going so far after this, we're going to be up Hunter Biden's ass. Ooh. You, know, that, you know that it was bullshit. I didn't even think of that. Never never noticed that. I'm sure it was it's the true. very and day when they, when they had the press conference and they were like, all right, I know the American people and we appreciate the American people's support. And what the American people said uh, in November on that Tuesday was they want us to go hard after Hunter Biden's ass. That was the message that they got. <laughs> that was their exact message. All right. So we now know why Mark Meadows has been trying to tap dance his way into uh, obscurity and trying to stay out of the way and cooperate as little as possible because apparently he was the the center he was the locus he was the six degrees of separation for everybody in the congress in other words the plotters inside our own government who were trying to figure out a way to keep donald trump as president and somehow show america that it was rigged fixed Trump was robbed. And so a Talking Points memo, which, by the way, is a great, great, wonderful site. It's been there is, through all this for, for about 15 years. Josh Marshall, they do great work. Yeah, they do. Uh, they're the ones that, that uh, went hard and first with 34 members of Congress, uh, senators and congressmen, and their back-and-forth texts with Mark Meadows uh, right after the election and uh, all the way up through and after January 6th. Four of those 34, four of the 34 were from North Carolina. So that's more than 10%. We are punching way above our weight. Good for in us. In terms of uh, pieces of shit. Yeah. In, in the Congress. And one of those yeah. four is, that's right, Ted Budd. Ted Budd. Ted Budd was telling Mark Meadows that uh, and this is not new other people were saying this but uh, he was on board with links between the dominion voting systems corporation and george soros cue mm -hmm. the evil music the ridiculous yet persistent conspiracy theory that has been firmly debunked over and over and over again but appeared once again as one of several trump allies who reminded mark meadows of the hard work that they were doing to help overturn the election and not only that, think of that. So Meadows is there, he's right with Trump, and there's all these guys out there telling, don't worry, man, we are working as hard as we can to fuck up the United States government, overturn the election. We're in on the coup. Don't worry, Mark, we've got your back. That's what Ted Budd is saying. And he was one of the people who was requesting presidential pardons for their buddies, requesting them to Trump as the presidency wound down. Late December 2020, 
Ted Budd asks Mark Meadows, is there anything I can do to get you to help Robin H. on the pardon list? Robin H. is Robin Hayes. Hayes. Okay? Robin Hayes was a congressman, oh, about 20 years ago. He's from, uh, I guess, the Salisbury area, that part of North Carolina, north of Charlotte. That, that. Yeah. And he became the chairman of the North Carolina Republican Party. And uh, he was mayor of Raleigh for about a minute. And uh, then after that, he didn't run and got indicted a few years later, actually in 2019, because it turned out that he was charged with, I love this, three counts of making false statements to federal authorities. He coordinated with another businessman and two other individuals to bribe the North Carolina commissioner of insurance, who at that time's name was Mike Causey in exchange for favorable treatment of one of these businessmen's insurance firms and the dismissal firing a deputy insurance commissioner. So my buddy, Robin Hayes says, I'll give you this money. If you go light on my friend and if you fire your deputy, he got seven years in prison. So here's Ted Budd, right? What within two years? Okay, because mm-hmm. Robin Hayes, twenty nineteen is twenty twenty one. You got to pardon Robin. Hay- well, okay. It turned out they couldn't reinstall Donald Trump. They they couldn't convince any of the sixty four different judges around the country who threw out all this bullshit. But Robin Hayes did get his pardon. Robin Hayes did get pardoned. Interesting. Would you like to know where Robin Hayes went to college? Please. If you, I hope it's not UNCG or Ohio State. Uh, Duke University. Duke. Duke University is where uh, Robin Hayes actually Perfect. got his degree from. Perfect. Add it to but, the but, list. Um, I mean, there's just no excuse. Now, here's a question. I know the answer to the question. This is a stupid question. If people would have known this about Ted Budd before the election, was it six weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Do you think this would have changed the outcome of the election? Of course not. <laughs> no. Of course not. Right? No. We know that. Because the people who didn't vote for Sherry Beasley and voted for Ted Budd would never vote for Sherry Beasley. And it wasn't going to stoke turnout on behalf of Sherry Beasley. So, But they ran. Ted Budd is our senator. We have Ted Budd. I think he's the only one of these 34 who's uh, got a, a, quote, promotion since this all happened. If you consider moving from the House to the Senate, a promotion, I guess it is technically because there's fewer senators. So it's a it's a more prestigious uh, and dominion, position. dominion in their lawsuit against um, about everybody. But Fox News, they were able to depose uh, Rupert. I don't know if you saw that the other day. He had to sit down for a deposition and answer questions about why. Well, your news people said that Donald Trump definitely lost the election, but well, after good. seven o'clock at night, he didn't so much. Uh, you know, we don't we don't know. Uh, that hasn't been made public what was said, right? Yeah, we don't know. But here's the thing: apparently, it must have been about fifteen years ago, Rupert Murdoch got dragged in front of uh, a similar um, uh, a deposition situation. He was dragged into one. And that was because of all the tabloid shit over in in Britain. Britain. Remember that that News of the World tabloid that they finally shut down? That was the only yeah. way to get out of it. But he, 
apparently back then he was already playing the I, I just don't remember anything card, which I guess in, in Britain you're allowed to do that. They don't have a Fifth Amendment, but they have no. the I'm, I'm too old and I don't remember. So if he was too old and couldn't remember and sort of got away with it then, now he's, what, over 90 years old. He's going to play that that game all, all day was, long. Was that was uh, was that the hearing where his uh, then wife climbed over and started whooping somebody's ass? Was that uh, that whole situation there? <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know about that, but I like it. No, it was when Wendy he was married to Wendy, and then somebody was coming after him, and she uh, tried to beat the shit out of him. It was kind of nice. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she leaves him. It's weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just weird. Yeah. Uh, all right, two two quick ones here before we uh, get out of here. Here's a canceled white man kicked out of the U.S. Capitol. They took out the marble bust. Oh yeah, of the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, who in 19, 1857 wrote the Dred Scott decision that said that African Americans weren't citizens. That's a Roger Tawney. Tawny, T-A-N-E-Y. I know that's how it's pronounced because I've heard everybody say it. It's not Tanny. It's not Taney. It's, it's not Tanny. Yeah. It's Tawny. He was the fifth chief justice of our country, and it's it's been there for a long time. He was chief justice for, he had a good run, 1836 to 64. Mm-hmm. Um, and Thurgood Marshall will be placed in the Capitol. Now, wait a second. Are you telling me that this is so how perfect is this? The Thurgood Marshall, the first black Supreme Court justice, mm. has been excluded from the Capitol. Technically, in favor of the worst Supreme Court justice, chief justice ever, the guy who did the Dred Scott decision, largely agreed upon as as one of the worst decisions ever, although in the next two years, uh, we we may uh, get a couple that might rival that, and we certainly just had one, you know, a couple months ago, um, with with the Dodd decision to uh, yeah. uh, repeal Roe Ro versus Wade. You um, got uh, Bush v. Gore. You got uh, Citizens United. I mean, there's several really awful bad ones. ones. <laughs> uh, but 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 the, they had they'd kept Thurgood Marshall out of there. Wow, wow. And for you uh, kids, now, here's uh, the question, Britt, Britt, when when they when they take the Confederate statues down, yeah, and certainly in North Carolina and at Chapel Hill, with you know, it's it's a crisis. What do we do with it? Uh, with you the, know, what do you do? What do you, you mean? Like as far what do we do? Just blow it up or something? Shouldn't we blow it up? Well, well, so I think some of these they're they're in they're in hiding, they're in storage. Yeah, they don't they don't melt them down because that's too provocative, Britt. That's too insulting. That's an execution, Brit. But we will be replacing them with statues of Michael Jordan because everybody loves him. Right, right. But so what are they going to do with this uh, bust of the worst Supreme Court justice who ran the court and uh, presided over the most racist decision that we've ever Does that where does that go? Does Trump Trump bring that down to Mar-a-Lago? seems like that would be a nice place to 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 have it rest there. Hmm. And for uh, for you people that uh, don't know, for you kids, Thurgood Marshall held that Supreme Court seat that that piece of shit Clarence Thomas now holds. That's uh, that that was his seat. 
And one more thing, Taco Bell, say it ain't so. It's actually not. Taco Bell is going to have French fries now. Oh boy. Not just special occasion French fries. Right. They're not going to make ribbit. It's going to be there all the time. French fries. How do we feel about that? I never go to Taco Bell. I don't think I've been to a Taco Bell in 25 years. Oh, 25? No, it's been a while for me because I'm, I'm trying to be less fat. Uh, I, I mean, I, I guess that's good. I, I suppose that's okay. They have a thing called nacho fries that apparently people like, but a, this, this may be better. Okay. All right. Which I assume they're going to the goop a whole bunch of that fake cheese sauce and some uh, taco meat on top of that, right? Make them super fries or something. <laughs> well, yeah. W- once you start with the basics, sure. you, can, you can add and, and make them more disgusting all, all day long. All right. Uh, that's it for us for this week. We'll be back on Monday. For those of you who are uh, wondering about our, we're, we're good all next week. It's a regular week for us. It is. It's a regular week, and we're here to entertain and inform you. Monday, Monday through Thursday. Uh, of course, then in the month of January, we're going to have all of our uh, permanent guest hosts come in and do the show. That's we'll correct. Back. Again, Lars Larson's are. Lars Larson has been contacted. He'll be here. Yeah. Alan Handelman on the weekends. Handelman, Handelman, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pete Davis. They'll all be here. All be we'll here. see you.